Hello, and welcome back to Embracing a Life of Dance, a podcast all about a dancer's journey, the challenges we face, and our growth along the way. All the while, hopefully sharing some unique experiences and inspiring you, the listener, to take that next step, and as I like to say, embrace everything that dance has to offer on a deeper level. Today's going to be a bit of a change of pace, let's say. Um, It's just me, I'm in the studio, and... I guess I'm here to have a cozy conversation and discuss, I guess, this podcast. Firstly, like, this is going to be a little meta. This is going to be why this is a thing. I'm going to talk about how the podcast got started, why I'm still doing it. And I want to, I guess, give you a little heads up of what's to come because... I know I ramble like a. <laughs> I know I'm rambling right now, and I ramble very often when I'm answering questions and talking to my guests on the podcast. But I'm trying to be better and better at organizing more of myself and what I'm talking about on the podcast because that is my goal and that is the structure that I want to share. Everyone that comes on always has a bit of a unique experience to share, and I want to explore lots and lots of different things and give you an experience of. Everything there is to try, everything there is to see, and try to motivate you and myself, I guess. Yes, this is this is very much like a thing I'm doing for myself to keep trying. <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a it's a way of uh, keeping myself accountable on my dance journey to improve, be humble of where I'm at, and I guess you know just keep learning more because it's not just the guests that I have on, but like there is so much more out there that we have yet to discover and I often am reminded that we've barely scratched the surface so this is hopefully a way of taking you alongside with me on a deeper journey of where we can go and what more there is to see because it can often seem pretty daunting trying to figure out what direction you're heading in or what more there is to see so yeah just take the plunge with me I guess stay tuned um you know, I, I started dancing in maybe, well, late 2019, I think. Uh, so I got a few months in before COVID hit. And before that, I'd never done partner dancing, played plenty of instruments, did it Punjabi dancing. So I've done Bhangra and stuff. But yeah, there's, there's a lot to overcome when it comes to partner dancing. There's a lot to overcome when you take structured classes. But I can't say I've ever hated or even remotely just regretted a second of this because it's all been incredibly rewarding and I even just get rewarded seeing my friends and seeing the people who start along with me or people who I'm teaching take those steps and discover how fantastic it is to take this step you know like this it feels amazing like needless to say it feels amazing to discover new things for myself and just as equally rewarding to see other people take those steps and go oh I just did this this is so cool and then they fall more and more in love with dancing and you get to witness that journey people are taking so yeah there's so many things to pick up and discover and see and witness and yeah I guess it's nice to be able to share it the podcast wasn't really um it was not a structured idea to start off with actually um I'm I'm at a point, just, I guess, a little heart to heart. I'm at a point where I'm exploring multiple different avenues of dancing. It's already hard enough being a salsa dancer and trying to be a bachata dancer. And then, you know, we sometimes dabble in other dance styles. And then there's 
teaching, competing, learning choreos, um, focusing on your own training, uh, going to socials. <laughs> like there's so much to do. And um, I guess I've been a little swamped with all of it. And I guess that's how this started because I'm having more and more conversations about these little things and what people have experienced. I'm trying to catch all those bits and pieces and far from anything that I would share because, look, I, I'm, I'm pretty chatty and I'm pretty open-minded and I guess I'm open to just sharing and talking about all this stuff. But far from just having a conversation to myself and just sharing these thoughts, one of my big things was I want to bring more experienced people on, people who are not just wiser and experienced, but like people who have a very different mentality, a very different set of skills. And I want to take you guys, the audience, along on that journey with me because I'm learning more and more every time I have people on and hopefully you will too. Like um, every single guest that I've had on so far has taught me new things about themselves and about the dance world and the people I have on are just going to continue to teach me more and more and share everything that there is out there. Of course, we're going to barely scratch the surface because it's immense how much there is to do here and how much there is to see and learn. But yeah, it'll be a good way of sharing everything there is to see. Um, when I started dance, like it wasn't, even I look back to when I started and go, that kid did not know anything about what he was getting into or what it's like, or he didn't even, to a degree, I didn't even know what it was to like passionately know what you want and have a hobby or have a thing that you just know is like, this is it. So dance has kind of taken me by storm of self-discovery and just like obsession in a way. Um, healthy obsession, I'd say most of the time, but it's been good. And well, yeah, I guess so much to do. There's so much to learn. But yeah, all right, let's get to the point because I want to share, there's a lot coming and I don't even have all of my guests lined up. Some of these things that I want to talk about are just potential topic ideas that are coming to my head that I think would be unique and interesting to share. And definitely there are guests and people I can find who'd be a lot better at sharing this kind of stuff and telling you guys about this stuff and teaching me about this stuff. So I've got a bit of a list I'll run you through, right? So... One of the things that I find is really being great about dancing is it's a, to some people, it's a, a, it's a therapy to cut themselves loose and let their bodies move and live and just take a break from things. So I would love to, I'm, I'm planning and I would love to get on board with someone to talk more about the psychology behind it, to talk more about the experiences we have and the, how we address it and I've kind of, to be honest, I've I've started addressing that a little bit, um, not just in my personal life, but we on the podcast, we had George on uh, episode two. So if you haven't checked it out, check all these episodes out. They're super interesting. Self, shameless self-plug. But yeah, we had George on to talk about, you know, being kinder to ourselves and our psychology and our the mental states of what we struggle with. And I guess the core message was to be kind to ourselves because we're all going through things at different paces and things are hard and easy for some people and I also had Marika on pretty recently on the last episode and we also talked about our mental states and our you know our personal needs and addressing all of that stuff and I guess learning to grow and giving ourselves a chance to do that and not being so hard set on the way things are and what your limitations are there's so much more to do so lots to talk about lots to share about that regard and you know on a different but similar level 
Um, I guess I also want to cover things like, you know, the, on the physical side, I guess is what I'm trying to say is on the physical side, we have our health and our fitness. And as a dancer, inevitably, if you're not careful and you don't take care of yourself, you're going to be prone to injuries. It's, it's very rare that you find someone who's, you know, played sport or an athlete who hasn't come close to an injury or hasn't risked a major injury. So I'd love to talk about injury prevention, things we can take on board to take care of our bodies, really. Um, of course, dance is a great way of improving your mental state and it's a great way of feeling better about yourself and just feeling better on a daily basis. But, you know, it's it's fitness and depending on how you handle it, of how you take care of your body, it can be dangerous. Um, I think we've all experienced fatigue. We've all experienced pushing our bodies to our limits and dance is not different to other sports in that regard. You know, you're moving your body, you're spinning, you're turning, um, you can trip over like on a, on a super simple level. Like, you know, you can trip over, you can hurt your ankles for follows, you know, you got head rolls and you got to watch out for your neck and making sure you stretched out. So I guess one of the big things is I want to you know, I want to learn more about that and I want to share more about how we can be safer and kinder to our bodies because you're going to be pushing it. And it's not just about stretching right. It's about how you kind of de-stress afterwards. Um, it's about the importance of proper technique and kind of watching and paying close attention to your body on what's working and what's not working. It's also about how we can train outside of dancing to improve our dancing. So... One of the things I'm pretty keen on talking about with someone is, I guess, physical fitness and strength training and the role of those kind of exercises playing into supporting our dance abilities, right? You know, like considering how we move our bodies, our legs need to be strengthened to support that. There's a lot of our muscle groups that would need to be trained and strengthened to support that kind of body movement, you know, like the way you move your body and involving all of those muscle groups requires them to be trained. And so I want to talk about how we can, what things we should focus on and what things are not as important or what things might be overworked, things you could be working too much on that might be making things difficult. Like, um, I don't know, I don't want to crudely just state something and just kind of go with it, but you know, back muscles are important. Leg muscles are important. We use our hips a lot. So opening them up, loosening up our hips, getting the right stretches. What is the right stretches is always a big thing. You know, like getting the right stretches in is super important. You know, stretching before and after. How many people actually take the time to stretch before their dance classes or before they practice? And even less, how many people would stretch afterwards to unwind? Um, you know, it's, it's more common that people will go to like a gym and before they lift weights, they will stretch and warm themselves up and then do the gym exercises and then stretch afterwards. But you rarely, well, I, in a general sense, you rarely see it happening on the dance scene. You'll just rock up. You might kind of like move your body a little bit and then just dance and then leave. So you're not taking care of it in that regards. And that's super important. And I think a lot of us need a reminder and a better understanding, I guess, of the importance that plays in, right? Um, but yes away from fitness and mental and health um other fun things is like i want to talk about different dance styles um i want to talk about salsa and what really makes salsa salsa and why we fucking love it so much i want to talk about bachata and you can hear my energy drop a little bit but it's not drop fully because i still fucking love bachata um 
and the differences and look in between each there's different styles i'm learning i've just recently over the last half a year even just thought about like hey look there's traditional bachata dominican bachata sensual bachata uh we've got so many different styles of salsa you know we, um if you're with me at um the salsa foundation and a lot of what i see is on one la style salsa but that doesn't mean that's the extent of the world there's so much out there to see and very often me and my friends will see something different and it's like that's salsa right but what is that so i want to get into that i want to share those different styles and then i want to branch out from that you know like um i'm not recommending anyone to break away from salsa and bachata stay but uh if you're like me variety is the spice of life right um I love to mix it up and try a little try a lot of other things. I want to learn about body movement, I want to gain confidence, and so maybe, you know, maybe afro and exploring some of that is a way to do it. Um I'd love to share about how different styles interplay with salsa and bachata especially. Um hip hop like you can you can always kind of see a ballet dancer or a hip hop dancer in someone's style. So I'd love to kind of talk about more about I'd have to kind of talk more about how they play into each other especially because I do believe like I'm not I'm not a professional I'm not the, the highest uh, order or person to make a statement on this but I think I've I think I pretty confidently I can say I've seen people who have those backgrounds of other dance forms that come into salsa dancing for example like you'll see those styles start popping in and it's just the taste of everyone's individuality you know um so I think it's a really interesting conversation to have with what is out there and how that can benefit or play into finding your own style because everyone has their own style like we're all learning from each other and we're all picking up little bits and pieces but at the core of it you have your individual taste and your individuality that will start to shine through and that's the beauty of dance <laughs> like yeah there's so much out there that we can learn from oh another thing is where we can dance and what kind of big dance events there are you know like we've all heard of festivals I've assumedly um i'd love to talk to i'd love to bring some people on to share about those experiences and tell you about why they're so great as of this moment i can say i'm pretty inexperienced haven't been to festivals or congresses i haven't done any competitions but i want to learn more about it and i think looking at them they seem like such a fun time and such a strong experience of how much more there is out there so i want to share that with people so we'll hopefully have an episode where we talk about festivals and congresses maybe talk about the competitions that happen there and like the choreographed dances that people learn over a weekend of just dancing so definitely look forward to that we'll really get into what's so great about them and what the experience is like um and i guess one of the big thing other last big things i have lined up is artists i want to talk to musicians like um before you all right, all right, before you get into me of like harmon we're dancers why would you bring on a musician let me let me like give me a chance give me a chance um i think if you've been to nightcat you've experienced or if you've been to places like nightcat where sorry for nightcat for context anyone it's just that it's a it's a venue in melbourne where on sunday nights a live salsa band comes and plays for the night um i haven't really experienced live music elsewhere not saying that it's not available that's just my experience of it and i just enjoyed the shit out of it even though the music was a bit too fast for my preferences but yeah uh, i think it's a fantastic experience of live music and how that can play into a dance and this is back and forth that can kind of happen and i love to see the love to see it evolve i love to see my favorite song sometimes be played by bands and to hear them take their own take of it but yeah i want to bring on especially like 
you know, like a salsa band. I want to bring on some musicians. And I think it's a really interesting conversation to have about how they've seen things change over the years. I want to get into their heads of how they, what they like about playing salsa to a live dancers. You know, like it's one thing to be the dancer on the dance floor dancing with a live band. It's, a, it's the other side of it where you're a musician playing a band and you have people dancing to your music and responding to the way you play your music and the things that you do and they're kind of responding live to it. So as a musician as well, I guess that's a big part. I absolutely want to have people on, someone on board to talk about what that experience is like, talk about how the dancers influence the music and how the music influences the dancers back and forth. Like, I think it's ever involved like ever evolving um there's always things being changed and new stuff popping up and you know the dance is always evolving as well like the moves that i see these days were probably pretty different to the most frequently used moves years back so i can't really say it's stationary you know there's things are always being developed and the music has to i in my opinion the music has to change and develop alongside with it or sometimes drive that change so it will be a fascinating conversation i hope and yeah, that, that kind of just sums me up. Um, that's where I'm at, you know. Uh, big plans for future podcasts. Absolutely loving the state of where I'm at right now. And there's a lot happening in life, you know. <laughs> um, there's a lot going on. There's a, a shit ton going on in terms of what we're all doing and what we're experiencing and how things are changing on a monthly basis of taking new experiences on board and changing our style and training and experience, like learning new things. So, so yeah, change is pretty much inevitable and uh sometimes things don't go to plan for example i'm having a podcast episode by myself uh i'm just kind of yeah this has been weird this has just been a completely impromptu um well i say impromptu i've got a piece of paper in front of me that you might have heard with some notes on it of things i wanted to cover but yeah it's been a pretty relatively impromptu conversation just because you know this podcast means a lot to me and I feel very grateful for the opportunity I've taken, I've had on board with people supporting this and where it's going. So stay tuned. I hope you're not too disappointed of just hearing my voice and my nonsense. I think things only improve and I'm still working on being a host. <laughs> All right. Nonsense aside. Um, yeah. I'm really grateful for anyone that's been listening uh, anyone who's come and said they've listened, anyone who's given me some feedback and shared their thoughts, I've appreciated it so damn much and it just makes my day. So if you're still listening, if you've listened to any previous podcasts or if you've any, if you're going to listen to future ones, just know I love you guys so much um, and I will hopefully see you on the dance floor because that is what it's about. That's where my life's at. So come join me. I don't really know how to end a podcast alone, but... Yeah, it's every two weeks. So if this was a little chill, hopefully in two weeks' time we'll have something interesting and more structured for you. So stay tuned. Thank you.